Welcome to the Therapist Desk Podcast, where insight meets introspection. I'm your host, Cedric Dale Horde, a licensed professional counselor. Join me as we travel on a journey through the landscapes of mental and emotional well-being, discussions on faith, and navigating the complexities of life. New episodes release on the first and third Wednesdays of every month because your mental health journey matters. So let's embark on this transformative journey together. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. If you are hearing the sound of my voice, that means you are tuning in to the Therapist Desk podcast. Welcome, welcome. This is episode four. Man, before we dive into today's topic, I've been incredibly blessed, honored, thankful just to see some of the positive comments some of you have left regarding the first three episodes as we were talking about purpose over significance. Again, this is the theme. This is the motto for me this year. And it's really cool. It's been a blessing to know that it has been a blessing to you to know that some of you are even adopting this phrase for you. But today we are going to transition. We are going to dive in and talk about one of my favorite topics. Now, this is a topic or area of my life that admittedly I have not gained full mastery over, yet it is something that I have found improvement in. And as a result of finding improvement, I have also found more peace, more creativity, more trust, more faith in God in my life. And that topic is the topic of rest. Yes. Now, some of you heard that word and immediately you tensed up because for some of you, you are like, how on earth can I even think about rest when I have all of this stuff on my plate? Cedric, have you seen my to-do list? How dare you talk about rest, but we're going to talk about it. We are going to talk about rest and slowing down because it is a concept that is so foreign and so contrary to our culture today. We live in a society, in a culture where our grind and our hustle and us making moves is so paramount. I mean, we even have hashtags, right? Hashtag no sleep. We live in a culture today where we wear busyness as a badge of honor. But I believe that a lot of these messages that we hear and even adopted in our own lives in today's society are actually the messages and the mindset that is increasing our anxiety, our depression, and our burnout. I want to read you two quotes from some old school philosophers regarding this topic of Rest. The first quote comes from Thomas Merton. He says, by occupation and recreation, so mercifully enable a man to avoid his own company for 24 hours a day. Now, Thomas Merton, he is being sarcastic when he says this quote. But what he is essentially saying is that we can be so averse to being alone with ourselves that we will do everything in our power to either forget or avoid our own self, our own solitude. Blaise Pascal, another 
old school philosopher puts it this way. He says, all of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room all by himself. Wow. Wow. This idea that we are so averse to being alone with ourselves. And I realize that it is much easier to fight and to flee than it is to feel. What if our to-do list and our grind and our hustle is actually a defense mechanism preventing us from acknowledging the things within us? What if it is just simply another form of denial, <laughs> another form of avoidance? It is very protective in nature. And we think it's doing us a service, but what if it really is doing a disservice to us in our life? So today we're going to talk about rest. Now, I gave you two quotes, some old school philosophers, very smart dudes. But what does the Bible, what does the word of God have to say about this topic of rest? And we really find this in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. If you go there, you will realize that these words are in red letters, which means this is Jesus talking. So Jesus is talking about this idea of rest. And he says in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Notice that Jesus says, I will give you rest, but he doesn't say, I will give you help. I need to break this down because this is going to free a lot of us. See, a lot of us, what we do is we burn ourselves out. We say yes to everything and everyone, and we immediately go to God in prayer and we say, God, help me. God, give me more strength. God, give me more energy. Give me the grace to be able to do all this stuff I said yes to, all this stuff I committed to. And Jesus says, I absolutely would love to help you, but why would I help you do things I never told you to do in the first place? So instead of help you do them, I am going to help you by giving you rest. And how do we get rest? Rest, by definition, means inactivity. If you continue to read the verses after verse 28, Jesus talks about, I will give you this yoke, and it's, it's easy. It's light. It's not burdensome. If you know anything about yokes, he is talking about an ox yoke. It's basically this wooden, I guess, contraption that oxen where oxen meaning plural because it's made for two ox when they are plowing when they are doing the things necessary that that teals the ground the yoke has to fit essentially perfectly in order to fit the ox right jesus is saying that instead of you doing things you were never meant to carry or things that were never even made for you I will give you this yoke that is specifically made for you. And a lot of us are carrying yokes, carrying things that we were never meant to carry in the first place. Oh, y'all, can we rest and can we slow 
down. Now, I hear some of you. Now, some of you are already debating with me in your head. You're saying, well, Cedric, doesn't the Bible say that faith without works is dead? So I have to work. I have to move. I have to grind because that is connected to my faith. Well, my gentle and loving rebuttal and reminder to you is if faith without works is dead, then that also has to mean that works without faith is also dead. In many of us, the reason why we can't slow down, the reason why we are so averse to rest, I think, is really because we lack faith in God. Because for many of us, whether it is through trauma, whether it's through our experiences, whether it is through our experiences of experiencing people letting us down and disappointing us, we have learned that the only person I can rely on is myself. And if the only person I can rely on is myself, then that means I can't slow down. That means I have to keep going. That means I have to keep grinding and doing because everyone and everything has let me down. So your grind is essentially a defense mechanism from the hurt and the pain and the trauma that you've experienced. And it is preventing you from actually putting the trust and reliance on God. I'm not saying not to move, but what I am saying is that maybe moving too much actually is a sign of a lack of faith. I had to realize in my life that God was still moving, even though Cedric was not moving. <laughs> Rest and slowing down. What if those two things are the biggest display of faith that you can do right now in your life. Man, this is so good. If this is not blessing you, it is certainly blessing me. I want to go back to one of the philosophers I mentioned earlier, because I think how he conceptualizes rest in one of his writings, I think is actually very, very powerful. I, I think it is a word, so to speak, for our culture and society today. So Blaise Pascal, I mentioned him earlier, right? Old school philosopher. He has uh, these writings entitled Penses. Penses are basically wise words or, or proverbs and how we might understand them. But when it comes to rest, he once said this in his writings, he says, there are two opposing instincts in men. Now, I say men because he's specifically writing to men, but I think it applies to all of us, which is the reason why I'm sharing. But he says, there are two opposing instincts in us. One, we are compelled towards distraction and escaped, propelled by our unhappiness, right? So, Let's let's bring that together, right? We're compelled towards distraction and escape, really out and born out of our unhappiness. That is the first instinct. The second instinct that he mentions is that we also have a deep longing to be secure, safe, loved, at rest, and content. So 
instinct number one, out of our own unhappiness, we are compelled towards distraction and escape. And two, we all have a deep longing for rest, for peace, for contentment. This idea of being, quote, at home. Blaise Pascal says the issue with these two instincts is that they come into conflict with one another. And they come into conflict when we think the second instinct is solved by our first instinct. In other words, he's saying the issue happens when we think we can find rest in escape. I'm going to say that again. This is so, so powerful to me. He is saying that the conflict happens when we think we can find rest in our escape. Think about all the distractions and escapes we find in society. Escapes that if a lot of us were honest, were escapes as a means to be able to cope with the stress and anxiety that we experience in our life. Man, this is so good that we think in order to get rest, we think we have to find that through escape. Blaise Pascal says this is an issue and this is a conflict that causes a lot of anxiety, depression, burnout in our life. There's a difference between rest and escape. Escape typically means that we are doing something to avoid something uncomfortable. So naturally, sometimes we will find other things to be able to escape and distract ourselves with. But rest is actually doing the opposite. Rest is sitting with those emotions. Rest is slowing down and saying, where do I feel the anxiety in my body? Where do I feel some of this tension in my body? Rest is now not only acknowledging where I feel that tension, but can I slow down and take some deep breaths in and out? Can I slow down and allow my breath opportunity to interject my day. Rest is stopping and slowing down to feel what's uncomfortable with the hope that it will now feel comfortable. But escape is completely running and completely distracting ourselves to avoid the thing that is uncomfortable. What if I told you that maybe the reason you are experiencing some of these mental health symptoms in your life is because you have not yet leaned into this art of resting and slowing down. You have not given yourself the opportunity to address the things that you have been running from, escaping from, and trying to avoid. This is why therapy is so, so crucial. And I'm completely biased, right, when I say this. But think about it this way. When you come into a therapy office, you are first essentially sitting with yourself, literally and figuratively. 
Therapy is forcing you to slow down. It is forcing you to block an hour out of your day, go into an office, and to sit with yourself. What if that could be a form of rest in your life? That I'm going to slow down. I'm, I'm going to make this a priority in my life where I'm not necessarily doing, but I'm simply being. We are human beings, not human doings. And my concern, not only as a therapist, but as a believer in Christ, is that we are adopting this burnout culture in our churches and within the body of Christ. Hear it from me. If you have not heard it from anybody else, burnout is not biblical. You don't believe me? Let's go to scripture. I'll explain it to you like this. Genesis, the first chapter in the Bible, or the first book in the Bible, really lays out the rhythm, the model that God has for us when it comes to rest. God created the earth in the span of six days. If there was anyone that could have created everything on one day, it was God. But yet he chose to spread out creation in the span of six days. Some of us think we have to do everything today. And that's not even the model that God showed us. Not only did God spread these things out within a matter of six days, on the seventh day, he rested. What is it within us that is constantly telling us to be on go mode? What are the things within us that we are trying to avoid? What are the things within us that we are fearful of acknowledging if we actually slow down? What if rest is the biggest act of faith that you can do right now in your life? I said earlier that it is sometimes easier to fight and to flee some of those adrenaline trauma responses, right? It's easier to fight and flee than it is to feel. One thing that a lot of us therapists know, and the thing that I say to a lot of my clients who are maybe in recovery for addiction, is that the true test of recovery is what you do when you're not busy or distracted. Because when we think about addiction, right, the addictive pattern or the addictive behavior was primarily used as a way of coping. So a lot of times what people think is if I stop this addictive behavior, then in order to avoid that, I have to be busy. I have to do this, right? I have to find substitutes. I have to find alternatives. And I, I think that's good. I think that's healthy to an extent, but the true test of recovery is what you do when you're not busy, is what you do when you're alone. It's what you do when now you have to feel the things that the addiction didn't allow you to feel. That is the true test. So here are some things you can incorporate in your life to gain a sense of rest. Journaling. I know some people don't like journaling, but how I describe journaling is it takes what's in your head and it allows you to put it somewhere. Journaling may not 
of course, change the circumstance, but it at least allows you to do something with it. Journaling forces you to acknowledge and pay attention to yourself. Prayer, meditation, taking walks, focusing on your breathing, right? These are some things that you can incorporate in your life that push you towards this place of not avoiding, but acknowledging. Question for you that I want you to think about. How do you get rest? What recharges you in your life? What replenishes you? Dr. Caroline Leaf puts it this way. She says that true self-care is not chocolate cake. It's not spa days. It's not taking vacations, but is making choices each day that create a life that you don't need to escape from. Powerful, powerful, powerful statement. What she is saying is if we want to get self-care in our life, then what are the things that we have to incorporate in our life that doesn't make us want to escape life? Do you have peace? I want you to think about that quote. I want you to think about that question. What choices do you need to make each day that help you create a life you don't need to regularly escape from? I want to end with this quote from Thomas Merton, going back to him. But he says, happiness is not a matter of intensity, but it is a matter of balance, order, rhythm, and harmony. We sometimes think joy and peace is only found in the big things. It's found in the vacation. It's found in the new job. It's found in the new relationship. But what if peace, joy, happiness, creativity, rest, what if that's found in order, in balance, rhythm, harmony? Some of these things that we take for granted in our life. Can we make rest a responsibility and not a reward? I hope this episode blessed you. I hope it forced you to slow down even within yourself. I pray that you won't only applaud, right, and acknowledge what's been said today, but that you will actually apply it to your life. I want you to think about how you can incorporate more rest in your life. Remember, this is not a concept that I have found mastery in. I'm very much a part of this journey with you. But together, we are absolutely going to get through this journey and become the people that God always intended for us to be. Be blessed. Love y'all. See y'all next episode.